All right, hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, let me ask you a question. You got some commitments? You got some stuff you got to get done? Talked about it, told your friends what you're going to do. The resolutions are coming. Do you know, you know how to get it done? More importantly, do you know where to start? Hey, guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. It is the 2nd of January, 2024. I got a question for you. Here's a question for you. Are, um, is your life better today than it was yesterday? If it is, then you're on the right track. I think that's probably a good place to start when you think about all those resolutions you made. Uh, my, my life's getting better. My wife and I went to the gym today for the first time in like eight weeks because my wife's been sick and I've been sick. We've had this bronchial thing. I'm not sure exactly where it come from, but I have some ideas. Um, talking about you, so you got a list of resolutions if you're like most people. Got a question for you. How'd you do on them last year? New Year's Eve this year, was you talking to your friends saying, I did it. I made it to the gym 365 days this year. I did it. I became a an amazing husband. I started doing more. Me and my partner and my wife are getting along great now. I did it. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool? And if it's true, well, then don't waste your time with this. If that is exactly where you are, then I wouldn't be sitting here listening to me because you've got it figured out. I mean, and let's face it, it's really simple. The best way for you to get anything done is to start with you. And what I mean by that is that when you when you have an idea and it's connected to who you are and you have a good enough image and develop a good enough story around what you're getting ready to do and you can imagine it, all of a sudden it's gonna it'll happen. I guarantee it will happen. If you start imagining and thinking about how you you and your partner can become amazing friends, you know, kind of like you were when you first got together of course that would i mean that would be pretty cool wouldn't it make everything else a lot easier amid all the other scrambles that you face every day you wouldn't have to be scrambling trying to figure out if she's or he's mad at you or not right yeah, well, they're just you know hey honey i got i got you some beer really yeah I, I, well you know i was gonna get me some wine then i thought well you know what you haven't had any beer in a couple of days i bought you a 12 pack oh right have you got it you got it that good so i mean it's like it just rolls like that why why do you suppose that isn't happening? What do you suppose the reason is why um, you're over there hanging out with someone that you're committed to, you're going to share your life with? And, of course, when I say, well, would you do, you know, till death do us part, right? And if I ask you, is there anything you wouldn't do for your wife? You're like, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd take a bullet. I'd take a bullet for my wife. And then, so of course, except for, you know, when she asks you to get up and do the dishes or to go put the kids to bed or do their baths or, hey, honey, could you clean up the garage so I can park my car in there because winter's coming? Or... That's when it, that's when the conversation kind of gets a little sketchy. Hmm. How would you like to change that? Well, unfortunately, if you don't have a great reason to, you're probably not going to. And how do I know that? Well, think about anything we've ever done in our life. That's you and me, because I do use the same system. We're we're acclimated to the same system. What happens? So you get an idea in your head. We get an idea in our head. I'm out driving around in my truck and the, the the window won't roll up or whatever and then i look over and i see brand new toyota trucks at the dealership next thing i know i'm like well, you know i really deserve a brand new toyota even though i know i can't afford one i shouldn't get one it's not going to do anything for me in the way of finances i'm not going to be a, a great investor because of it right i'm not going to have any money because but you know you just get that idea and of course the more you think about it the more the better the idea gets right the more enticing the idea gets and so they show up, and you're like, hey, honey, I was thinking, you know, we paid the car off, and, and the window won't roll up on the truck, and winter's coming. Maybe I should get me that little Toyota four-wheel drive or that, that little four-wheel drive. And, 
And she gets kind of nervous about it because she's all looking forward to having the extra money that you now save because you don't have a car payment. But you keep pushing. You can well, look at this. Oh, do you like the red one? Do you like the orange one? Oh, we could get one. Oh, there's the one. We get a camper shell on it. Yeah, we could. And then maybe we could get his camper. We go camping. Of course, and you, you're starting to think it's a pretty good idea. So the next thing you know, you, um, you're pushing that story. She's like, well, and then you, and you're driving it Saturday. And you're like, let's just pull in see what they'll do. And that evening after a grueling 12 hours in the dealership where they do all that crap they do and they do it very slow, you pull out of there and you've got dealer plates on a brand new truck and you're going, oh my God, and life is so good. And then within two months, you're fighting because you're barely making the payments and that money that was extra is no longer extra. And in fact, you probably need a little more than you have right now. How do you get yourself into a position like that? I don't know. It starts with a story, doesn't it? It starts with an idea. It starts with you. You get an idea in your head. Now, as, as bad as my previous uh, story is, here's, here's something for you to think about. What would happen if you picked something really good that really benefited you and you used the same, the same, same system? You know, just like you do with every other thing you own, every other decision you've made in your life, right? Imagine that just for a second, let's say hypothetically, you're not making enough money and you've decided I need to go back to school and be a nurse. Maybe you're a CNA or whatever you are and you make that decision and that's where you head out. All right, okay, cool, let's do this. How do you do it? Well, if you're on the right track and it's connected to who you are, because it always starts with you, right? If the idea is your idea and you can, and you can feel it and, you, and you're invested in it, you, you'll be able to see, you can see the benefit. I mean, let's face it, making $40,000 a year is a lot different than making $70,000 a year. And, of course, then there's the freedom of being able to move, right? You move all over the country if you're a traveling nurse, right? There, so there you go. If you make that make that idea big enough and you spend enough time thinking about it, guess what's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Well, it's the same thing that happens with everything else in your life. You listened to it, you heard it, you believed it, you were told it, you witnessed it, and all of a sudden, guess where you are? You're exactly where you're both supposed to be based on the information you've taken in, the information you've been given, and what you believe. Um, I don't know, Dave Ramsey would tell you that debt's a bad thing, and he's got a following that would agree with that, but of course, are you in debt? Sure you are. You owe somebody money, and does your does your parents own people money? Probably, and does your friends and everyone around you carry some sort of debt? Hmm, kind of a, kind of a weird thing there, right? And then, of course, if I were to interrupt, let me just say hypothetically, I don't want to get in your business or nothing, but Hypothetically, let me just say this. Let me ask you this question. <clears throat> on a scale of 1 to 10, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the, the experience of owning a house, of buying a house? I don't, I'm not even going to say owning it because before we get them, ever get them paid off, we refinance them. And by some miracle, some of us get them paid off. Some of us sell them when the market's high and get them paid off. But, I mean, I mean that's just a, that's a pipe dream. That, that's a long-term goal, right? How great is it? How great is it for you to show up every day having that obligation? Is it as great as fishing? Is it as great as hiking? Is it as great as any other choice you might make in your life? And of course, if it's not, then my question would be, why? Why are? Why are you doing it? And what's the answer? 
Well, because that's what you've been thinking about your whole life. I mean, even when you wasn't thinking about it, you were thinking about it. You're, you were in your house. You went over to their house as a kid. You played with them. They played with you. They came to your house. Your parents had a house. They paid a house, and they worked a, they worked a job, and they had to pay bills to pay for their house, and they had the house, and that's what they did. And, of course, then there's all kinds of ideas that are being given to us. Think about it. Think about how many ads you see, how many shows there are about how great it is to own a house, how great it is to own a brand-new car, how much better, how much happier your life is going to be if you go in debt for a car and it's not about the debt it's about how amazing you're going to be and so you do it and of course you're familiar with it because that's what you think about it. and it's like well this makes perfect sense to me and it doesn't when you really think about it why would you go in debt for a house where you pay someone twice as much as the house is worth and probably more than that after the pandemic i mean the price of houses went through the roof and yet here we are here we are hanging out. Hey, I got my big house for 8% interest, 9% interest. Got into a bidding war. Doesn't make a bit of sense. And yet we do it. And why do we do it? Because, well, that's what we've been taught to do. That's the story we've been told, and that's what we think about. I mean, that's where our, that's the basis of our lives, right? What would happen if you changed what you thought about, started with you, and said, hey, listen, you know, I really, I, I, I do appreciate the idea of being able to get out of the rain, and I really do, would like a, a nice place to sleep and maybe a place to shower and do all that. I mean, that's kind of a nice, I mean, it's a necessary evil of life, right? But um doesn't mean I have to have five bedrooms and six baths or a 1,800-square-foot garage or a mortgage payment that's $3,500 a month. I mean, unless, of course, unless, of course, you are just all into it. Your elbow's deep into it. You love every part of that, home ownership and all that stuff that goes with it. Well, then you're right where you're supposed to be. Which would bring us to the other measure of whether we're on the right track or not and whether you're actually starting with you. And this, are you, did you, I mean, is that where you're at? Are you all rock and rolly in it? Y'all excited? Oh, it's it's Friday night. What's the matter, honey? You can't sleep? Yeah, no, man. I can't wait. I got to get up in the morning and mow the lawn. I love the lawn. And then I got to pull weeds and, yeah, and I got to pay bills. And I get to work all next week, Tuesday. Where you at right now? Where you at right now? Working? You love your job? I hope so. Chances are you probably don't, though. Even if you, even if you did when you first started, you probably don't. I mean, that's just the way it goes. I mean, everything in the world, everything that I've found so far has an expiration date. It doesn't matter how great it is when you first start out doing it. Eventually, it uh, tends to just be okay. How do you circumvent that? And, and really, what is that? Well, really, what it turns out, what it turns out is that you, you approach any given uh, any challenge or any g- given obstacle or any given endeavor from a certain perspective. And of course, once you've viewed it from that perspective and you've achieved your goal at that level and it becomes mundane um we're not conditioned to change how we look at the thing we do uh, what does that mean in other words let's, let's say you go to get a job and you're just excited because it's a new job new people new challenges what happens when the challenges get old what happens when those things you're doing you were doing every day when you first started that were so exciting and inspired you what happens when when you've been there like two years it's not interesting anymore. It's like, oh God, I had to. Make, I pressed out five thousand parts, man, and they wanted more. How do you? How would you go about improving that and making that situation so you could like rock and roll it? So you'd be like, almost like starting a new job again. How could you do that? 
Well, imagine you could imagine something beyond what you're, what you're imagining right now. What you're imagining right now is it's only 30 more years and I'll be able to retire. Jesus, come on, life, hurry up, right? What if you imagine that because of the job you're doing and the fact that you are committed to learning everything you can about it, that you use that job as a launch pad for an even better job, an even higher paying job? And, of course, this is where you get the rebuttal, the standard rebuttal. You know, I don't, I don't want to change anything about my life. I love my life. No, love really doesn't enter into the equation at all, okay? It doesn't enter into the equation. It's not my, it doesn't matter where you are or what you think of where you are. The whole focus is what can you do that will make it better? What can you do that will add more energy and make you more energized about what you're doing? I mean, it wouldn't be. I mean, that, that, that's kind of why people get divorces, you know. That's why the conversation with the new girl at work is a lot more fun than when the one than the conversation you have with the girl at home i mean you know you kind of interested oh yeah you know she's interested in me how do you how do you do that how do you create that interest in a job that you've had for a while how do you create that interest in a relationship that you've had for a while can you imagine how cool it would be if you could actually do that you want to know the good news the good news is guess what it's right here we're getting ready to talk about it and after all in case you haven't picked up on it or you're just tuning in, I just want to remind you something. It all starts with you. Let's go ahead and dig into this thing. So what can you do about that? Well, you start telling yourself a story and make it a big story about how great it's going to be when she falls back in love with you. Or maybe when it comes to your job, you're already there, so make the best of it. What does that look like? Well, do you know everything you need to know about your job? Do you, everything you, you, do you know everything that you could possibly learn about the job you're doing? And, of course, if not, then why not? Why the hell not? I mean, think about it. Here's how it works in case you don't understand it. You, you, you learn how to do what the boss is doing better than the boss is doing it, and you might have a chance of being the boss. And, of course, being the boss may not come with addition, a whole bunch of additional money, but guess what will come with it? What happens when you take all those skills and you go to a new company, and because you focused on being great at every aspect of your job, one of the other things you got good at was selling yourself to another company for $5 more an hour. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe we got him for only $5 more an hour than his previous employer. Oh, my God. And how do you do it? You start learning everything you can about the job, not because they pay you for it, because they will pay you for it. Someone will pay you for it. That's just the way it works in most cases, with, with few exceptions, with a few exceptions. But really, let's face it. Why would an employer hire you as a laborer, have you learn to be a concrete finisher or form setter, and then go ahead and say, hey, listen, uh, I see you're working more. I'm going to give you a job and more money as a form setter. Why would they? No obligation to. I mean, they hired you as a laborer, right, even though form setting and finishing is easier. So whose obligation is it? It's yours. And the way you do it is you say, you know what, I don't know enough about contracting. I think I'm going to rock this one. And, of course, you, you, you rock it. You start learning everything you can, and you're, you make the best friends with your boss, and you ask everyone around you who knows shit you don't know, uh, know about what they, they're doing. And guess what? Before you know it, you're like, damn. And it all starts with what? Yeah, it starts with you. It starts with you spent sitting down and saying, okay, this is where I am. How can I improve it? Now, that this brings me to another point that we have to kind of consider, and that is there are some people who are listening to this and are going, uh, I wouldn't change a thing about my life. And I, I used to be really confused about that because I knew that in my life I'm trying to figure this thing out, and I know there are things that 
that I don't really like to do. I mean, I do. There thing I didn't hated mowing lawns, hated pulling weeds, hated spreading rock. There were a lot of things I hated, and but but yet I was struggling to figure out why didn't I change it? Why didn't I change it? And I found the answer at the federal prison. There I am out there, and like most of the employees that are that worked with me, I was grumpy and angry, and I wasn't having a good time, which was made even worse by the fact that I'm looking out over inmates that have some of them have life sentences, and they're yucking it up on the yard like they're on a college campus. I'm thinking, what the hell is the matter with me? Why am I so miserable? I started talking to the inmates. I started asking them questions. I interviewed probably a thousand inmates about their happiness and how they cope with prison and guess what they told me they said well it's easy when you accept it it's easy and the reason I was so miserable was I couldn't accept it I'm busting my ass I'm doing all kinds of things and the problem I had was none of those things had anything to do with me they had to do with what I was taught the information I took in the information I continue to take in the ideas I continue to follow the things I continue to believe that's why we have so much trouble moving. And then, then, of course, the other thing is, how many of us can imagine being anyplace else? How much time do you spend daydreaming? How much time do you spend talking to yourself, asking yourself questions about where you are and where you would like to be? I mean, there's the ticket. You want to get to know yourself. The first thing you have to do is spend, yourself, spend some time with yourself and ask yourself some questions. How, how often every day do you do that? How, how many times a week do you do that? No, probably not that many. If you're like most people, you probably don't do it that often. And, but, but that's not to say you're not taking information in. I'm, I mean, I'm not suggesting you're just sitting there staring at the wall, which would be better than what you're actually doing. And what are we doing? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that you're probably spending between three and five hours a day staring at your phone on social media or some other app that does absolutely nothing in the way of improving the quality of your life doesn't really add any significant energy to your life, doesn't give you the incentive to try and learn more, become more, or experience more. It's just kind of a, it's kind of a spacer, just a time user, so that you can get from the, day, the hour that you wake up, the moment you wake up in the morning, until the moment you close your eyes and go to bed. Am I wrong? Well, I don't know. Let me ask you a question. What, what, did you pay your car off or your house off with your likes? And, of course, the stories everybody tells, it's always the same. It's like, well, you know, no, I didn't, but I know a couple people who have, so there. I'm like, oh, well, great. That's cool. Good for you. Wow, at least you know somebody. Because I don't, and it's certainly not happening to me. I, I don't know if you realize this, but I'm not making any money on this. This is just free gratis. This is just me making sure my train don't go off the tracks. Right? The last thing I'd want to do is make a mistake. And, and what's that have to do with it? What's the correlation between that and what we're talking about here. Who do you think I'm thinking about when I start a podcast like this, when I go ahead and say, all right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and impromptu this. I'm just going to roll it out. It's coming off the tongue as I sit here. I start with me, and I think about what inspires me and why the things I'm doing work. And why do you suppose they work? Well, because they're connected to who I am. And the nice part is when I choose something like this podcast, the energy that I derive from it provides me with all the fuel I need to get it done. And as long that as long as that is the case, guess what? I win. Bringing it back around to you, 
What do you suppose the other issue, the other driving force between where you are and where you want to be? It's the it's the ability to discipline yourself enough to learn as much as you possibly can about it. Right? I mean, I'm I'm a graduate of the University of YouTube in several areas, from RVs to AutoCAD, you name it. The reality is this, that phone, that that supercomputer you have that you spend all that time doing nothing on, you do realize that if you were to commit to and develop a strategy for and get excited about the idea of learning something you currently don't know, you don't necessarily have to go into a classroom or pay a university thousands and thousands of dollars to do it. I mean, here, this is here's a point for you. I don't know what the credentials were for the Wright brothers. Don't I don't have a clue. Maybe they, I don't know if they were aeronautical engineers. They were just a bunch of farm boys who watched birds a lot and then got an idea. But either either way, if, if that is in fact the case, then they figured it out, didn't they? And of course, that's the same with you. You can study everything you want to do about engineering. And then, and then of course, if you create something that's an engineering marvel, or there's some idea you design and create that no one else has ever imagined, whether you're whether you got a plaque on the wall or not, you've definitely established your your ability to to do something, your mastery of some skill. And why aren't we doing it? Well, starts with you. See, you gotta be able to imagine it. That is the that is the pinnacle of what quantum physics is about. And I used to like I said before, I used to think on quantum physics. Quantum physics, basically, it implies that anything you can imagine is it will can become true. And I thought, well, okay, I, I'd stand out in the field doing a walk and talk, and I'd be looking up at the clouds going, I'm trying to imagine me being able to move the clouds. And I'm, I'm sure, given what they say about quantum physics, it's possible. And the reason I can't do it is because I haven't studied it enough. I haven't put enough effort into it to figure out the recipe for it. Man, can you imagine the potential for your life if, if in fact, that is true? And, again, you want to you verify that? You want to talk about that? How is it? How, could, how can that be? How can we verify that that is actually true? Well, think about how my wife and I started, right? Sandy and I were, she was 16, I was 18. Barely, we had a baby on the way. We were high school dropouts. And as it turns out, we retired at 54. Um, we have three successful children. We traveled around the country in our RV for seven years. We are debt-free and settled down in Carbondale, Illinois for a while, and we have the world at our fingertips. And the question is, how do you do that? And the answer is, we imagined it. I imagined the day that I would retire from the feds, that it would, that it would be a debt-free day, and then I would be able to accomplish all these amazing things. When we had that conventional house and all that stuff the reason that we ended up in an rv was because i imagined and she imagined how amazing it was going to be to be able to travel around the country have our bed our kitchen and our bathroom with us and seven years later we're like wow what an adventure right what an adventure if you want to change anything about you want to accomplish those that that resolution right that new year's resolution to lose weight you need a little better you need a little better motivation than the fact that you call it a resolution well i made a resolution i mean because if you take a look at history how many resolutions have you made that didn't work if you're ready to actually get it done why don't we start looking at another 
an alternative system. How's this going to work for you? Let's go ahead and I'm going to break that down before we call it a day. Let's go ahead and break down how you develop a system. What's a system? A system is a series of movements or actions or choices in any given direction with the intent of creating or developing a certain concept or object. So in other words, there are steps to everything. From where you are right now to waking up energized about your life and the fact that you've made it to the gym 365 days, the, 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 the steps are to create enough energy within that idea that no matter what happens, you do it. What would that, what would that look like? Well, it's going to have to be bigger than just a resolution. It's probably going to have to do with the idea of where you are now and where you would like to be. Now, for me, I have a great imagination. I daydream all the time, so it's not a big deal for me just to sit down and imagine what's next and then do it. But if you need some help with that idea of losing weight, for instance, then you've got to get engaged. You know, what, 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 what would happen if you went shopping and you held up the size of dress that you want to be able to wear up against your body and you looked in the mirror and you said oh man this is going to look so good on me and you talk to your friends about what you're eating and what you're not eating and every moment that you have that's free instead of getting on mindless tiktok or some other app just to see what other people are doing you actually turn all of that injury toward energy towards you what do you think is going to happen well there's a good chance you're going to actually get to where you're going because just like the life you're living now, just like the choices you've now, the reason you would get there is because it's at the forefront of your thoughts. It's what drives you. It's what you think about. You ready to do it? Write it down. Write it all over the place. Get you a dry erase marker. Write it on the mirror. Get you some stickies, some post-its, and write it all over your house. And every morning when you get up, you look at them and you remind yourself at work, post-its everywhere about how great it's going to be. Remind you, watch videos of good-looking people walking down the beach their slender bodies oh that could be me that's going to be me see that that's going to be me and before you know it guess what you're there and it starts with you and it doesn't even have to be true i guarantee that i'm the i'm a badass i went to the gym today i haven't been in the gym in a month and a half and i've had a bronchial infection i've been coughing all night long finally getting over it and i went back to the gym and i slayed it and what, what drove me to slay it? As soon as I walked in that gym, that's, that tape started playing. That image of not only where I am, but where I'm going. And guess what? By the time we get done here in a year, I'm going to be saying, wow, look at how great we look. Or look at how healthy I am. Or look at, man, I feel good for being 63. Right? Whatever it takes to get you moving. Now, there is a downside to this. There is a, it's not quite as easy as you might think. Why do you suppose that is? Well, as it turns out, there seems to be a lot of people barking for your attention, vying for your attention. I mean, and then, of course, you, that and your battle and the ideas that you've already been indoctrinated into believing, right? I mean, let's face it. Owning a house is a pretty cool deal. I mean, just ask anybody. I mean, it's a definitely a great investment. Being in debt, I mean, it's not bad if you're in debt for the right stuff. I mean, for cool stuff like, like yard work and friggin' 16-hour days and shit. I mean, as you mean, it's pretty cool. And vacuuming, oh, man, ain't nothing like that, right? Or, or maybe not. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I, I think if you want to get her going on January uh, 2nd of 2024... 
you might want to look at what you're doing today and ask yourself, is it better than yesterday? And if it's not, if you're not more excited and energized about it, you might want to consider changing what you do or consider changing the reason that you do it. That's what worked for us, and it continues to work for us, and it continues to work for anyone. Anyone you see who's excelling in their life, why are they doing that? Because it's because their choices are fueled by the connection that they have to the things they do or the reason they do them. Now, go ahead, lie to yourself. I give you permission. Hell, 2028 or 2024, lie to yourself. It's all right. No. Hey, listen, guys, I really appreciate you showing up. I'm going to continue to show up, partly because of you, partly because of me. Got to make sure my train don't go off the tracks. I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of a lot of hazards out there, even for a smart guy like me. So, um, until then, hey, listen, don't forget to share, like, give me some love on this thing. Share it, like it, um, watch for me, subscribe to podbean and you can join me on a live show if you want to get in on a live show message me at yourbestlifedefined.com we'll set it up um other than that all i can say is do yourself a favor do the world a favor launch every action every choice every decision from a platform of kindness until next time my name is chris haquez and this is your best life defined have a wonderful day